Welcome on back to Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay, comma, uh, do I have to? My name is Tori, 10 inches deep, Thompson. Okay, bad energy bad to start one, the show to off start of. The start, bad one to start the new year. Deep. My name is Tyler, new me, new year, new segment. 2023 now this is a user inspired segment because this was just i like this person crept into my soul and i believe it was zebra of qatar zebra of qatar who uh who said this in a comment and it scratched my brain just perfectly where sure they had said why don't you start something called would this work? And I was like, I think of such dumb shit on a regular basis that I always mm-hmm. ask my girlfriend. And I'm like, what do you think this could feasibly like happen? Like, I was like, <laughs> just perfect. like the dumbest hypotheticals possible. Not useful <laughs> either way. It's so similar to baseless claims. A would this work that I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, let's do so this. You're, so you're creating a sub podcast of the same material within a podcast. A hundred and fifty percent. Yes. You sound dumb for even asking to. I adore it. I just needed some clarification. And that's why Zebra of Qatar. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Is just they were just so right for this. So this is my this is my hypothetical right now. If I put like if there was like big in enough purple mattress at the bottom of the grand canyon <laughs> could i like would it work if i jumped and landed could i live would it work if it was thick enough absolutely but like the ju- i don't know a lot about the grand canyon i've never yeah. been i don't know how tall it is i don't know anything about it it's I- called the grand canyon it's got to be like 50 to 60 feet Maybe 70. At least like uh, the size of my house, right? A little, a little taller. Yeah. Just a little bit though. It's, it's now, does it have to be one? I feel like the, the, the harder thing is the concept of a large purple mattress <laughs> or any, any of the, uh, like the packed, like flat packed mattresses that inflate when you get them or whatever. I think the issue is crafting one that's that big and transporting it to there. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of purple mattresses is maybe a good, you could just keep dumping truckloads of them. Yeah. You could just dump them down. Cause the grand Canyon opens so big that you right, could just but dump the problem it. with that is that one, it's a logistical fucking nightmare. You just want to place one in there. Right. And two, you introduce a lot of failure points into that system, but the more uh, mattresses you put into this equation, I love yeah. how the failure point is the like the connections of the mattress and not why do you want to jump off the Grand Canyon? Oh no, yeah. I, I'm completely on board with this, my guy. Um, I just want to make sure you're doing it safely. You see, <laughs> with it being like you know at least the size of my house, I don't know how good I could be at like kind of like sizing it up. Like I need to jump like this to land on the one purple mattress. I feel like I'm gonna need the truckload. You also got a, you haven't done a lot of cliff diving, I don't think, uh, nor have any of the three of us, I don't think. So, Mm-mm. like, I don't, You guys I, haven't done be, a lot. I have, okay? <laughs> I do it all the time. It's They call me Cliff Diver Thompson. Uh, if you jump off, you have to go out quite a ways, right? Otherwise, you just hit rock as, it go, as you go down, yeah. right? Yeah. So the, th- the thing about that, Tyler, is if you're worried about, like, being able to pinpoint your trajectory onto this one purple mattress, 
just make it bigger. <laughs> like, like make it really wide and really deep and you're fine. No. That's what I no. that's what I started with. If I make a big enough purple mattress, yeah, where they can it just has to dump be, it. It has to be thick enough for sure. Yeah, it's gotta be ten inches. Way thicker. That's like really thick though. Yeah. I'm going with the purple mattress because it got the air pockets. So I feel like that is better than a spring because in my cartoon brain, if I hit the spring mattress, I just launch back you. up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you rip the fabric and spring go in you. That's that's <laughs> my realistic fear. Yes, that 100%. My cartoon fear, I hit the spring and I just... So your fear is, is, is go, jumping into the Grand Canyon, but then the fear is that you would then go back out of the Grand Canyon, back up to the top. Well, yeah, if I yes. put on all the effort of you jumping stay down, down, I don't want... Yeah, I want to stay down. I don't want to go mm-hmm. back up. Okay. So I think that we might be thinking about this wrong because you're thinking we need to get a big enough purple mattress. Yeah. Maybe you just need to train your body to be more accurate. Start with a smaller canyon. <laughs> <laughs> start at a smaller canyon. Start at your house. We'll, we'll start getting into ravines and sort of hilly regions and we'll work our way up to canyons, eventually the Grand Canyon. And here's the thing, Tyler. You're going to use one purple mattress, but you're going to tip it up on its thin side. I, so you gotta oh. catch that, gotta catch that puppy just right. I feel like you've you've committed me to the life of a carny. Like I am now, I now no, have to be the world's carny. greatest acrobat. Not a carny, evil Knievel. <laughs> not exactly. a carny, the carny of all carnies. <laughs> <laughs> the carny, evil Knievel. Say They're, it right. They are going. To, they are going to remember your. You need a good stage name. You need a good circus name. Like Houdini, great circus name, right? Great name for a magician. Great name for an entertainer. Tyler, not a good name for a performer. No, Robbie Flame. Ooh, I like that. Wow, one that's and really done. Good. Robbie Flame. That's it. That's a hundred percent it. And then your fans could be Flamers. <laughs> That's I, and I well, don't mean it in a, what's up flamers and I don't mean it in a derogatory way. It's one of those things that I'm like, oh, that one even caught me off guard, but Tay said it, so is it okay? Yay. <laughs> it's okay. We have a member of the L the L G the L G B T There you the, go, buddy. The beach the beach the Bee We have a member of the Bee Gees. I did. I did have a partner whose dad legitimately said, ah, "You're part of one of them L. Uh, what is it? BLTers." <laughs> hey, well, you are a BLTer as well. Yeah, you love of course. You, you like the BLTAs a little bit more, but yeah. But like he said, he said it completely genuinely. Like it wasn't a joke. <laughs> or he's way funnier than all of us. True. <laughs> Just really, it's like I'm going to straight line this. You're one of them BLTs. <laughs> I am a BLTer. Can we can we can we claim that? Can we can we just can we just say that? It's like I am a BLT and proud. I'm an ally. I'm an al- I'm, not, I'm a BLT ally. That's what the A it's no longer avocado. It's, it's no I'm a BL I don't like them for myself personally. I'm a vegan, but I am a BLT ally. I respect everyone's right to be able to enjoy a nice BLT wherever they go. <laughs> What people put on their sandwiches behind closed doors is none of my business. Their their business. God's I res- business. I respect nope, all sandwiches. Hey, God. just don't bring it into my subway, okay? Just don't make this, <laughs> just don't make the subway worker participate in whatever <laughs> sick sandwich freakery you're doing. 
I have no problem with people eating bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Uh, but I just, I, why do you always have to like do it in public and like sh- mm-hmm. shove it in my face? Okay. Did you guys hear about the the one subway that refused <laughs> the service to a BLT because they asked for it and it went against their company policy? <laughs> yeah, it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. <laughs> now subway. subway versus gym. <laughs> Yeah, it was Subway versus the BLTers, and the Supreme Court did find that uh, Subway cannot discriminate against BLTers. They do have to make the sandwich exactly as you say. Whatever mm-hmm. you say mm-hmm. you want on the sandwich, they have to put on the sandwich if they list it as an ingredient in their store. If they have it in the store, they legally have to put it on your sandwich. You could really fuck up a Subway worker's day, a sandwich artist, excuse me. You could really fuck up their day if you went in there and you were like, hmm, honey mustard. They're like, well, no, what meat do you want? You're like, hmm, honey mustard. More honey mustard. <laughs> like, well, you haven't even selected a bread yet. Do you have any honey day-old mustard. bread? You know the gloves that you put on before you touch my sandwich? <laughs> I want that as the main component of the sandwich. I want oh, the gloves. Spit in it. Make sure you toast it. Oh. <laughs> Could you dunk this in your filthiest toilet in the back for me, please? Can I get a water? They hand you a cup and you're like, no, go to your sink and fill it. <laughs> oh, is that a bit of, is that a bit of Windex? Oh, I'm feeling a bit naughty today. <laughs> oh, I'm so naughty. The cash register, put it in the bread. <laughs> No, I don't want the cash. Give me the register. You're like opening the bread loaf, like shoving it to them, like frantically, like as if you're robbing them, like put the register in the bread now. <laughs> Wait, what? hold on. What would a sandwich artist do if you walked up and, and they said, what kind of bread? And you said, no, no. You open up your tote and you go, I brought my own. And you just hand them two slices of white, like wonder bread. <laughs> You know that stupid ass internet argument that like, oh, anything can be a sandwich if it's between two pieces of something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can put any, you can call anything bread. Then you could you could have two hamburger patties and be like, put everything between these. That's yeah, legally KFC a sandwich. Did it? <laughs> Those they were like, bun, let's get it? rid of the bun and make it fried chicken. And then what's inside the fried chicken? Bacon and cheese. Oh God! Or whatever the fuck it was. I remember that now. Yeah. This is kind of an aside, but you know those videos on TikTok where people are like trying different beverages and they're like, mm, that's like a Diet Coke, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I've, you've never seen those? It's like hidden. There's just straws coming out and they have to try and guess what soda it is. I, I, I get the concept, yeah, but I haven't seen them. No, you didn't. I had to explain it to you. Okay. No, okay. What you're not, okay. This is what you're not fucking getting, Tay. This is what you're mm-hmm. not getting. Mm-hmm. Is that this is the peak of entertainment is mm-hmm. me watching a four and a half minute TikTok of someone trying different sodas and being like, you fucking idiot. Of course, diet pib tastes nothing like regular Coke. You fucking uh-huh. idiot. That's what you're not getting. Tay. Would you like to continue? You fuck it. You're dumb. Yeah. Before actually, before we get into it, I do want to continue. And I want to say that I think they're all fucking lying in those because they taste very distinct. I don't think it would be hard to tell the difference between fucking Dr. Pepper and Coca-Cola. Yeah, no, that would not be hard to not do. Not a at difficult all. task at all. Dr. Pepper Hell, is Hell, I could incredible. I could do Pepsi Coke. I could do Pepsi Coke easy. probably easy with like peasy. 60 yeah. per, like 
more than average. Pepsi's gross. Coke's good. Co- yes, correct. Dr. Pepper is the best. So, like, I Incorrect. would just know, like, Coke is better than Dr. Mm, Pepper. Correct. Well, we'll just agree to disagree on that. Tori. No, we'll no, just we agree. Will not. We'll just no. We'll just agree that Tori's wrong. We'll just all agree. But we I'm all agreeing on right Tori. Wrong. We're all agreeing Tori's wrong. Okay, like we're you just we all agree. Boom, into- <laughs> boom. We all agreed on it. That Tori's just wrong and dumb and stupid. And I, I hate him. And dumb and, and he's stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, and my and, and daddy hates me, and I'm stupid. Now, I've watched those TikToks and. I found out that KFC has a Mountain Dew flavor that is of not chicken? available anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit. I genuinely thought you meant the animal. <laughs> you don't want to know what's in our 11 herbs and spices, you greasy fucks. <laughs> no, but that's hilarious that they have oh Mountain Dew God. flavored chicken. That's it's very green. Good. Oh, I my was God, like, the kernel's green. fucking wild, dude. <laughs> the kernel's going ape shit, dude. Imagine what it would look like if you bit into your chicken and it was green on the inside. <laughs> you would vomit. Oh, uh, no. You would simply vomit. Even if it tasted like Mountain Dew, just the shock of color that seeing that would make you vomit. Yeah. Anywho, mm-hmm. they have an exclusive flavor. And even though it does damage my body, there was a new Mountain Dew flavor, and I had to get a sip of that bitch. Every single new Mountain Dew flavor, I have to at least get a sip. And it punishes me now, but I'll still do it. Mm-hmm. I need to go to KFC and try this new flavor is what is the main thing. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that uh, you're both invited. I'll be throwing a party where I'm gathering all of the different flavors of Mountain Dew and oh. putting them behind mm. one of those boxes, and I will be telling uh, the flavors of each Mountain Dew. And uh, I'll film it for TikTok so that you, if you're going to do something, you can make sure that you make content about it too. Right. I like it. Keep your brand alive. You know what? I'm fine with that one going on the internet because – that one doesn't need to be just for me. It's not like I'm. It's not like I'm keeping Mountain Dew a private part of my life. It's not like <laughs> you should be. <laughs> You're an adult man. At least I'm not one of those weirdos that has a diet Mountain Dew every day at like eight a.m. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's really scuffed. My uncle doesn't like coffee, and he drinks Mountain Dew in the morning. He's in his fifties. Ew. Well, not for long. <laughs> not oh wait, sorry, sixties. <laughs> Oh, he made it out of the 50s. Congratulations. Oh, wow. He made it out of the 50s. Not getting to 70, though. Not with no, that. Not, not with that close. Mountain Dew addiction. Tate, just going back to the Grand Canyon uh, yeah. really quickly. We're taking the drive over to the Grand Canyon right now. Mm-hmm. Tate, I'm going to guess because your parents are still married, you have been to the Grand Canyon. I have been to the Grand that Canyon. That fucking tracks. <laughs> I fucking oh, knew holy it. Holy shit. I that's knew a, it. That's a double bullseye right there. God damn, it Tyler. Was it was with my parents and it was also when my great grandmother on my mom's side was still alive because she was uh, retired down there. So we would go visit her every so often and then we would go see the She Grand retired Canyon. at the bottom of the Grand Canyon? Yeah, it was pretty sick. What does she do all day or what did she do all day? She's retired. Anything she fucking wanted. Seems like a weird place to spend your retirement, but okay. <laughs> but yes, the Grand Canyon is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a that's a very parents who are still together uh, <laughs> thing to go do is the Grand Canyon. Tay, do you want to know what what children of divorce do for their vacations growing up? Ooh. They go on cheap ones. Yeah, they yeah, go yeah. Camping. like camping. Um, mm-hmm. You go camping. Go you go friends to cabins. The, no, no, no. You go to the Wisconsin Fishing. Dells, but did not you say like, no, no, no? I'm telling you, <laughs> you don't know. 
don't appropriate our culture. <laughs> Did you go to the Dells, but yeah. not like one of the named like big like the Polynesian uh, or, or whatever? Excuse me, I went to Kalahari. Okay, that that's fine then. The Kalahari just- was unfortunately the worst of the worst at the what? Dells. No way. Have you seen was, some was of those places the in the Dells? Ones. There's like, it's got the lamest rides. It's the kiddiest one. It's the lamest rides. The other ones have like a fucking roller coaster. The other ones have the big shoot yeah. slides that go like fucking 90 degrees downward. The Kalahari has like a little, like a frog that tips a bucket and splashes you every five minutes. Once it fills up, it's got the big funnel that you just become like, you become a human piece of like poop. That's going to be flushed down the big potty. You could have said anything else there. You literally could have been like, you become a human coin going around one of those fun things at the science. No, Museum. you're a turd. Getting flushed. <laughs> You're a yeah. poopy. Tori, Tori, if there's one thing in this, Tori, Tori, if there's one thing you have known about me through through years and years, what what's yeah. what's the one thing that I'm 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 very weirdly passionate about, Tori? Christ. <laughs> First and foremost, yes, a hundred percent. What's a close second? A close second would be swimming. Like water, water parks act- and swimming. water parks and pools and all the whole the, the whole nine. You water love activities. Like, 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 like a cute little boy. <laughs> I don't know why, but there's just something in my brain that just clicks just right when it when something is water park or water based. And the Kalahari was so fucking lame. When I go to a water park, I want to feel that danger you know i want to be like hitting the water and it hurts right i don't want it to just be like oh you can oh look there's a cutesy little song playing and 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 you can go down this itty bitty little slide it's like a playground one, i don't wet. think I don't you know the one i'm actually wet. talking about i do because two. in the hotel room they played a non-stop loop on the fucking tv of i want to go to the kalahari i want to stay at the kalahari Mommy and Daddy, pretty please. I'm packing my clothes right now. Well, can we go? I want to go to the Kalahari. And that played over and over and over and over and over. Tori, look at the eyes of this band really quick. Mm -hmm. This is a man who knows what he's fucking talking about. Okay, but... So he's traumatized because like, oh, I played this song that annoyed me and the water slide wasn't big enough. I got traumatized because that's where the infamous, the infamous wakeboarding thing <laughs> happened where my, I lost my swim, my swim shorts on the wave rider thing. That's right. And then, uh, the, and then the, 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 the hot teenage lifeguard was like, I saw your penis and I was a little boy. So I thought about just killing myself. <laughs> Aw, baby's first suicidal thought. (laughs) Those things should be illegal. As fun as they are, they should be illegal. Because that's just like an open invitation for everyone to see your genitals (laughs) at a water park. (laughs) There's just no way you can keep them on. There's nothing you can tie tight enough that would keep them on. (laughs) Hey, hey, why does Jason always want to work the the wakeboarding ride? Unless he says he's never worked a day in his life. No, 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 no. I hate (laughs) So we're all in 100% agreement. If I landed on the purple mattress, <laughs> it would work. It would, yeah, of course. It would 100% yeah. work. Yeah. You'd be injury free. Okay. Well, I'm glad we could solve that. 
So now that we're in 2023, the new year, it is time for one thing and one thing only. The next hot new movie that's coming to theaters near you. Now, it's Barbie. As Mr. Movies, it's Barbie. But yes. we're trying to find the second one. But as as a, 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 a sort of executive of the movie industry, oh. I wanted to welcome Tay and Tyler into my oh, office God. to spin okay. me a tale and okay. write the next great movie of 2023. I don't like oh. being in movie producers' office. They always touch my thighs. So for those uh, who maybe don't know, Spin Me a Tale is an uh, in, in improv exercise, if you will, where I will give Tyler and Tay a randomly chosen movie genre, movie title, and this time I've added in a plot point that must be integral to the film or, 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 or in a thing that must be integral to the story that they are crafting on the spot for me. So, Tyler, are you heads or tails? Call it. Um, flip it and then I'll call it. I want to do like a no country for old men thing. Heads. Tay, you are up first. Fuck. Okay. Now, Tyler, since Tay is going first, what you will be doing is you will be stepping over to the executive side and being the studio accountant who can uh, sort of chime in if you think something's getting a little over budget, but I can override you. Okay. 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 I like that. All right. Tay. Yes, yes, yes. Are you yes. ready? Yes, yes, yes. To spin me a tale. I can do my best. Okay. Your genre. Sci-fi. Okay. I, I like the that t- realm. The title of this film. <laughs> Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> the t- all right. No, this is my laser title- dog, Lassie. <laughs> and I came up with all of these, by the way. Like, I, I, I picked all these. <laughs> the title that you have to go with is... She's broken, but it's it's the stylized. Oh, she's okay. broken. She's okay. <laughs> no. So a sci-fi movie called "She's Broken" and then parentheses he's okay, and oh, then wow. uh, um, something that has to be a major plot point. <laughs> An incel. <laughs> There has never, there's never been an incel that's okay. So, like, I don't know how okay. you're going to fit in the he's okay. Because okay. okay. they are quickly. not. <laughs> quickly, quickly. Incels quickly. are decidedly not okay. Quickly, yeah. quickly. Instead of incel, can we make it a femcel, which is an equally opposite thing to an incel? It's, it's, like, a, it's like a type of person. Okay, okay. So gender neutral. So an, incel, an incel can be any gender. Okay. It's a ge- the genderless incel. We open. Uh, it's sci-fi. Uh, we open in the year twenty seventy-four, and we've gotten to the point of not only instant messaging, but like telepathic messaging, essentially. Whoa. Yeah. So Whoa. like we've got like brain implants and shit, right? Like imagine your iPhone, but like in your brain, right? <laughs> And Studio note, in, in world, in the world that you're building, mm-hmm. I want you to make it clear that Papa Elon Musk made the Neuralink, and that's how we're doing all this. Uh, and you have to say his name in the film. Okay. Um, yeah, we can, we can do that. And we'll put it in the trailer, too. Cool. So anyway, it's the Neuralink, and everyone's connected via the Neuralink and Starlink at this point. Mm-hmm. And 
the only downside to all of this is that we never really got rid of the problems that our current internet has. So all of like the incel culture mm. and the fucking right culture, that's all mm-hmm. still there. But in order mm-hmm. to Bernie access, culture. yeah, in order to access it, you have to be physically invited to a place of other people like that. Right. So they download that software to access this shit into your brain so that it can't be tracked by the government. Take a step back for a second. What is the, what is the world that you've built? What does it look like? Can you give me like an analogy? Is there like an analogous type of film or type of world building that you could base the look on? Cyberpunk 2077, mm-hmm. but <laughs> three years earlier because it's 2074. <laughs> But it's Night City. It's the whole thing. We, you know, the rigmarole. I, I was gonna say it's Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, but in Ohio. <laughs> so a wasteland. It's like, nah. I left Night City to go to Columbus. <laughs> but no, it doesn't not even Columbus. Just like some suburb. <laughs> I live in. I, oh yeah, this. I live in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> and I farm Cybercore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, in lore, like, the Midwest doesn't exist anymore because, like, when the U.S. got broken (laughs) up, like, there were, like, there were wars and corporate wars that, like, tore apart, like, all of the farming land in the Midwest. Yeah, in 2076. Okay. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, we we open on our character, uh, Chad Barkley, and he is... Uh, interested in getting back into the dating scene, you know, because he's got out of like a, a fling and he's kind of looking for something new. Um, mm-hmm. But every date he's been on has just been kind of, kind of not there, you know. Like all these ladies yeah. just aren't aren't cutting it for him. And like, they, who's he they, played by? Sorry, before we go on, who's he played by? He is played by Clay Aiken. <laughs> we can afford. Hey, I just want to put out there: we can definitely afford that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like $5. we can actually give him a little more than he's asking for. He's is pretty pretty pathetic. That's like that's like a thousand bucks and a gift card to Quiznos. <laughs> we, can, we can afford it. At this point, he's going to be blown away by Crafty. He's like, "This is free." <laughs> this feels this feels like the meanest dog pile we've ever done. <laughs> He's rich, so I think we're punching up. Who cares? Up. We're punching up, dude. Are we? Are we? He's in movies, Tyler. Clay Aiken? Is he? Oh, fuck. Anyway. Well, now he is. It's yeah. set in the cyberpunk dystopia of Ohio. So uh, he gets to uh, the point where he's trying to seek companionship just through physical connection you know like the olden days so he goes to a meetup spot oh grip it grip it and rip it yes right in the middle of my shit Woo! sorry i would i would uh i'd offer you a drink but it's a little early in the day oh mm-hmm. uh so he goes to what he thinks is a nice group for men to get together and talk about man problems but uh-oh it's actually an incel group and he's too polite to just kind of fuck off and leave. And he's a little curious as to, like, oh. what's oh, happening here. Curious. Yeah. Um, but 
the thing is, he starts to see through this, right, really fucking quick. And he's like, I don't want anything to do with this. And on his way out, he runs into a lovely lady mm. and says, hey, are, are you free? Would you like to go out? And he says, oh, no, sorry. Actually, I'm just running some errands really quick. Um, and uh, I have other stuff to do today, but I can give you my number. And she just gets a little dejected and goes, oh, okay, I see how it is. Sure, I'll take your number. <laughs> And he's like, oh, okay, sure. And then he leaves and, uh, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Thompson, Mr. Yeah. Thompson, I just got some bad news. Um, it looks like we are, um, we do have a contract to use, uh, the, the, uh, old Western set that we built for true grit. Fuck um, off. We did, ha- we did, we d- are under contract that we do have to use that. Uh, do you want to okay. use that in this picture? We do have to get it done this year, though. We have to use that set because we spent so much money on it. Mm-hmm. So, to, I love everything about this so far. Okay. But it's a, it's, it's a little out of my hands, I'll be honest. You know, it's, it's the, 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 the guys above me want this. But uh, Ohio has to be, it has to look a lot like the Old West in this uh <laughs> Well, it's Still. it's 2074. It should by that point. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're two years away from the Midwest being completely ripped up anyway. Exactly. So they just yeah, revert okay. back to the Midwest it's, or the, awesome, the Old perfect. West. It's fine. Yeah. Can you fit a haberdashery into the story? Like what a ye the old fuck haberdashery? Is a haberdashery? It's, it's a sort of store for men's accessories. Can you have one? Hats and the like? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we can have that. Great. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. I love much. everything. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. So our our main character Clay Aiken uh, gets home. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> gets home, and as he's putting his groceries away, he he notices some tapping at his window. But he's on the second hmm. floor. Oh, and very tall person. Yeah. He. <laughs> no, it's it's Pebbles, sir. I'm oh, sorry to sorry. break the illusion for you. <laughs> that was stupid. stupid fuck. No, 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 You're so no, smart. You're it's so okay, smart. Okay. Yeah, you're so Thank smart. You. Yeah. Um, so Clay Aiken steps out onto his porch to see who else but the woman he gave his number to earlier. Oh. And he calls down to her and goes, oh, hey, how did you find out where I lived? And then she goes, oh, well, I just, I loved our chemistry together. And I, I wanted to make sure that we could, you know, get together. So I, I took your phone number and ran it through several databases on the dark web to find out it was connected to one of your credit cards that build addresses, that billing address was to here. So, so here I am. And then Clay Aiken realizes he's okay, but she's broke. <laughs> wow. I and the, like and that. And the whole rest of the movie is him just trying to evade this stalker that ends uh, in a climactic finish where she falls off of a cliff after realizing finally that, oh, maybe I was a crazy bitch this whole time. <laughs> yeah. And she lands on a huge purple mattress <laughs> to set up for the sequel. You're genius, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just want to point out that sci-fi's are pretty expensive to make. Like they, so they got to kind of land in theaters. We don't want another twenty forty nine on our hands. So yeah. like, what's our yeah? I, who so the incel uh, lady is played by who? Uh, who would go good with Clay Aiken? Uh, Anyone, honestly. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yep. Sure, I think we can get that one done. She hasn't really been in much since Herbie Fully Loaded. She didn't even get in the Herbie Fully Loaded sequel. 
She was That's just, right. She fucking didn't. I forgot about that. No. They didn't think her and Herbie had good chemistry. <laughs> How fucked up do you have to be to not have fucking chemistry with a car? <laughs> but l- what I meant to say was with this, with uh, Mr. Thompson, obviously I defer to you, but with 2049 being not great in the theaters, um, we lost a lot of money on sci-fis. We need to know, like, what's our main, like, theme that we're kind of hitting here? Like, what's the big takeaway of sci-fi? What's our, like, sci-fi theme that we're working with? What's the message we want to leave with the audience so that they feel, you know, they'll talk about it, they'll tweet about it more, you know, we can mm-hmm. maybe get some more butts in seats. We got to get butts in seats. Well, if it's a stalker story, then we can work in all these avenues of, like, online data and information sharing and how privacy is important and can fucking hurt you if you're not careful love that Mm -hmm. we do have to show the neural link uh, at least six times because again the money it's a central plot point of the movie i would exactly you need to you need to show it off and you need to like with a golden grit and smile like ding like i love my neural link and then and you know what thanks elon and like since the neural link doesn't have the greatest success rate right now no nope Nope. No, no, no. Hear me you out. You can't say out. that. No, no, no. You no, can't no, say no. that. No, no. This is, we're not promoting that. This is, this is hush hush behind doors, you know, business okay. talk. Okay. Um, since they don't have such a great, you know, success rate. Which choosing... other people think, not us. Exactly. We love, exactly. <laughs> we exactly. love all of his great products and services that he has. You know, the genius idea of pay for Twitter and have bad <laughs> opinions, but you fucking pay for it now. Right, 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 right. Um, with this knowledge that we have, uh, choosing Clay Aiken and Lindsay Lohan as potential oopsie daisies, I think is pretty fine. I don't think the general public will be too upset about losing either one of those two if something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, look, if it's not if it's not a huge success, their careers are exactly where they are right now. And if it is a success, <laughs> we get them back in the back in the bullpen, you know, dead and buried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I like everything you said there. I, I appreciate you working with us on, you know, we want you to of have course, the creative vision, of but we got to push back a little bit every, every now and no, again. No, I totally understand it. This isn't my first rodeo. I don't remember a haberdashery being in there just before you give out your final number. I don't remember a haberdashery, you know, hats I, and general. I said yes, assortments. because Midwest Ohio 2074 is going to just be the Wild West. Can we give Clay Aiken a hat? Maybe a fun hat. The Does whole Clay time. Aiken never he, not wear a Clay hat? Clay Aiken works at the haberdashery. Perfect. <laughs> Do you think you could get this film made for $17 million? 17. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sidebar, sidebar. Yeah, Tyler, what? Just because you know like that's a lot of money <laughs> you don't have to speak all the time you know i'm trying to do business right now you don't have like i get you're a lighthearted guy you like to have fun but we're doing a business transaction right now yeah. so why don't you keep that cartoon stuff you know for yeah like so i just thought because i just thought like because i'm the no, account no, no, you don't talk like you, might, you don't like, fucking okay, talk right now. hey got it, got it. look me in the fucking eyes got it got it yeah, hush yeah, hush yeah. time okay okay got it got you it got for that? sure yeah 100 percent. yeah go get me it. a fucking coffee uh, I I, oh, I don't have coffee. We cut That's it. why you have to go get one. Okay, yeah. All right, it, you you're it. fucking fired. Get out of my office. Seventeen million dollars, Tay, and you can make the movie of your dreams. You got it. Was there is there something else I should have done there? Sorry, this no, is my... Tyler's gonna fill this in with really really cool stuff. Bazinga. 
So 17 million is good, but now with my with my uh, you know financial associate fired, I've Tails. got meetings all day. Tyler, we're not flipping again. Not oh. flipping again. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Damn it! I thought we were flipping the coin again. <laughs> I thought maybe thought maybe Tay would just go again then. Now, Tyler, it is your turn, so that means Tay. Are you? Would you like to be the accountant for the movie firm? And I feel like with me being a woman, it would be far more accurate for me to be a secretary. <laughs> How about this? You're going to be the accountant. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that works. Why does no one play my game right? <laughs> Tyler, are you ready to spin me a tale? I'm <clears throat> I'm feeling I'm feeling confident. I've brought a great script for you today, sir. Uh I I really I really appreciate you bringing me back in. <laughs> I know last time we didn't get along so well, but I really appreciate you oh. taking the time to 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 bring oh me back. Oh my god. In. <clears throat> Tyler, I'm so happy to tell you that your genre is A24. Okay, got That's it. That's a got genre. It. <laughs> Let me get my yeah, because you know it is. And the title is "The Dog at the Door." <laughs> so your genre is a twenty-four. Your title is "The Dog at the Door," and your plot point is Totino's Pizza Rolls. Hell the, yeah! A plot point, not a prop. A plot point is a. It Totino's has to be a plot pizza point. Yep. Yeah, and I will tell you, as the accountant, right off the bat, this is a product placement, so your budget may go up because of that, because we already mm-hmm. have the money from Totino's. It's a good point. Thank you, Ty. You're welcome, sir. First thing that we want to get out of the like, okay, I'm so glad I got to sit down with you today. The movie is called "The Dog at the Door." And the best part about working with you at A24 is that the title of the movie doesn't fucking matter. Killing of a sacred deer? That didn't mean shit. We just come up with what sounds cool, right? The lobster? What? The lobster means nothing. I didn't want to derail, but if Tyler, you would have said the title of the movie is something other than dog at the door. I would have lost my goddamn mind because it would have been so on brand for you to be like, ah, yes, the bit it's mine. Now (laughs) the title is the horse at the stable. Okay. (laughs) No, that's the best part about making movies with you guys is that the title doesn't fucking matter. We just put buzzwords together and we think of what, is going to get the artsy types. What's going to get the 22 year old bisexuals in the theater. Mm, That's who we're looking for. Right. And the dog at the door, I feel like does just enough to get us that little bit of public intrigue. Now who Mm -hmm. we're casting right away in our titular role as dog, the bounty hunter (laughs) is Robert Pattinson. We have Tyler. I am sorry to tell you that you have fallen into a trope. You see, if, you, if you got the genre A24 and you had the trope Robert Pattinson being in the movie. <laughs> That's fair. Sorry. That's a fair trope. You have trope. to scratch it and you have to start this pitch all over again, buddy. Do I have to a24, do a new title? Nope. A24, dog at the door. You just have to abandon your plot and start again. Well, I'm glad I got, I'm glad I ran into that early because I didn't yeah. even give you a plot yet. Yeah. yeah. You just said an actor and I then was like, nope, nope, nope. An actor. Okay. Um, hey, those are, I only have five written rules. And if you hit one of those tropes, there's only one trope per genre. If you hit one of those, you got to scrap it and start over again. And of course, Tyler did it right away. It's a trope. Damn. Of course. 
I, I know in my heart of hearts, I'm going to be the one that triggers it when I'm like two sentences away from finishing my plot. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You're, the sci-fi one was if it includes a multiverse in any capacity. Oh, okay. The dog at the door. As we've discussed, yes. the title doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. But our, 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 our character that we're going to be looking at is a struggling child actor. Uh, mm. It's going to be kind of like shot like a documentary, but it's okay. also a horror movie. So it's fictional mm. horror, but shot kind of in that Blair Witch style where you think maybe it might be real. Oh, mm. like found footage kind of deal? kind of kind of yeah yeah not not quite found footage tastefully so yeah yeah so that that'll do numbers for our budget too that's really easy to film so what we're looking for here at a24 is we're looking for an actor we can bring that we all recognize but is kind of obscure enough but we can bring out of obscurity for our role so that's why i'm thinking of casting uh ned from ned's declassified school survival guide sure as our main character yeah isn't he hot now Exactly. That's why we get him. He's Ned hot. Bigsby now. was hot back then. Exactly. That's why we cast him though. It's because he's buff now. What we do here at A24 and what I love that you guys do is whenever an actor just gets buff, they're instantly cast for roles in A24 yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who was just who was in Shameless and is now in The Bear uh is now getting like all of those scripts sent to him from A24 because he's buff now. Mm. What we have now is we start out with a super hot buff Ned, right? Like yeah. and he's Cookie. Going- I want Cookie to be there too. Studio note. I want Cookie there too. Uh, budget note: We can't afford Cookie. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, we cannot afford Coconut Head though. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was the he was the real hottie back then. Too in demand. I would love to star Coconut Head, but we cannot do it. Coconut Head is simply too in demand. And I, I wrote If this does well, though, the sequel. Maybe, maybe. You know what, though? We might be able to get, like, a cameo of just, like, his headshot in the background or maybe something. Maybe a you teaser. Know, a Easter egg. Someone, someone who's turned the other way. It's not the right actor, but it's the right wig, you know? Hey, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll iron out these details later on. Let's get on with the plot. Now, what we're looking at is, like I said, we're doing, like, a found footage biographical kind of look. So it's, it's Ned from Ned's Declassified, and he is in this rock star life right now. He's, like, coked out. He's doing drugs. He's, like, life is, the world is his oyster. He's having tons of promiscuous sex. He's going to Vegas, winning it big. He uh... is a world traveler that is just on an international fuck fest. Right. Mr. Mr. Thompson, Mr. Thompson. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. What's up? I'm I'm really sorry, but I don't know if Totino's is going to be okay with that kind of a a movie promoting their products. We we may have to, I understand. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I understand the family brand thing that you're kind of talking about, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. also think about their core demographic. They're not idiots. They know who eats Totino's pizza rolls and it's degenerates. And it's people that fuck. You're you're right. You're right, sir. I I will relay this to the Totino's uh, PR team. Run it up the ladder. Let's see how it goes. But for now, I think let's just hear the artistic. Yeah. Okay. 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 So what we're doing is Ned Bigsby international fuck fest. And we're thinking like (laughs) the, the life of a child actor when they grow up is the best. Nothing could possibly go wrong. (laughs) However, the story a million times, it always ends well. It always ends well for child actors, except what if it didn't? Okay. (laughs) Whoa. What if, 
when he goes to bed, he has these terrible dreams of being a child actor and he's stuck in the set as if it was like, you know, he is on set for Ned's Declassified and he's small, okay? He's a child again and he's being yelled at. And what I want to do, did you ever see Men? The, no. the movie you put out? You're a 24 Mr. A24. Yeah, I didn't you catch didn't that, see that one. movie? <laughs> didn't catch that one. That's from okay. one of our seasoned directors, so we just kind of greenlit it and let it go. <laughs> well, it was it was Alex Garland who made Ex Machina, so I can see why you would trust him, yeah. but he made a real bad one. He made a stinker. Oh, Men was stinker? Men was a huge stinker. It sucked super hard. Oh. Half of our movies do, so... <laughs> What were what they did in men? Let me let me tell you what they did in your A twenty four movie was they did intentionally really bad CGI of an old person's face on a young boy's body, um, and it just like mo capped it like so his face was just on a little boy's body like an old man's face. I'm thinking we do that with like current Ned, like it's artistic, you know. It looks shitty, so it's artistic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the only thing I care about, will will someone on YouTube do a YouTube essay where they defend it? Yes, 100%. Okay, then that's all I care about. So when he's in this, like, on set, it's just Ned Bigsby, Ned Bigsby. We don't need to go through the purpose of, you know, we don't need to go through the casting of, like, trying to find a child actor that looks like him. Um, we don't want to make another child actor's life really cool in the future. No, no, no. Mm. We want to have Ned Bigsby, his face on a child's body, and he's on set again, and he's made to feel really small. The directors, the executives, everyone is yelling at him, and it's this dark, dark color palette. And then Cookie is there, and Cookie's like, you know, like a, like an afraid dog in the corner. Like, everyone in this, like, on-set experience is terrified. And, like, mm-hmm. we're we're looking through the lens of, we obviously can't call it Ned's Declassified again. We're calling mm-hmm. it, like, uh, Ed's reclassified middle yeah. school. Ed's uh, super secret notebook of school tips. Exactly. Exactly. We're like just enough there to our audience, like wink, wink. But then what we're doing is we're replaying parts of the show, but through the frame of like, what if it was like the worst experience of his life? And what if like, it was always like something going on and how we're, we're going through the movie is, He's outwardly in his real life experiencing the best of the best life has to offer. But once he goes to sleep, what's happening is he's entering this like terrifying world, except he falls into the dreamscape and can't leave because one night he fucks so hard after doing so much cocaine Mm -hmm. that he goes into a coma and he lives the dream now. He's never waking up again. The doctors don't think he'll ever wake up. So then we enter this psychological thriller about reliving his life over and over and over and over again in this child actor spot uh, until he can get it right and fix his life. Kind of like, you know, like the ghosts of Christmas past and shit, like trying to like Mm -hmm. correct his mistakes. But we're dealing with a main character that doesn't think he made any mistakes. Like he's a renegade. He's a rogue. He's cool. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give a shit. How we're entering this dreamscape, like in a, documentary style it's a 24 you know like we can just say we like have the technology where we put like nodes on his head and can like see his dreams or some shit right Mm -hmm. but what's happening then is it's really expensive to keep this guy on life support the entire time so what we end up doing is his uh his family and his fans uh, try to, there's a whole movement to like put him out of his suffering, right? Like he would want to go, like let him go. <laughs> there's, 
when you say a whole movement, studio note, family just keeps trying to do the damn thing themselves. <laughs> like his exactly. uncle's like, why do you have a hatchet, Uncle Jerry? I was imagining like people outside the hospital window because it's part of that like psychological aspect of like people outside like chanting and you don't know if it's real or not. But if you don't like mm. that, I'm fine with it just being the family. You know what? I'll let you keep your artistic vision. Until you've already shot it, then I'll make you reshoot it. I appreciate that. We can just green screen <laughs> the whole thing. Yep. It already looks like shit anyway, so who gives a fuck? Now, what we're doing then is it's expensive to keep him alive. We're kind of nearing the third act. Like, how is it's either he's in a race, so we're kind of staging it as like a Christopher Nolan, like there's two simultaneous plot lines happening at the exact same time. And the the thing you're trying to get to is like it's the Dunkirk. Who's gonna get done first? You know, right? Like, <laughs> who's gonna get Dunkirk? <laughs> who's gonna get Dunkirk? My favorite part of Dunkirk is when Mister Dunkirk came out of the boat and he said, "Time to get Dunkirked," and then he shot all of the shot all of the bad guys. I truly loved when they did Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's Ned trying to get out of the dreamscape and his family trying to kill him all at the exact same time, and um, what happens is. Uh, we think Ned has finally accepted the way of his, the way of his life is wrong. He's going to be a reformed person. And as he's like coming out of the dream, he like wakes up and his uncle is just shoving like so many blazing hot Totino's <laughs> pizza rolls down his mouth in yep. an attempt to murder him by being like, no, no, no. Like he died like this. There was no foul play. It's just obviously no human person could fit that many Totino's pizza rolls in their mouth and live. And they're so hot too. Like it burned his tongue. Uh, yeah. Excuse badly. me, Ms. Mr. Thompson. Yeah. I, I know we had reservations about, uh, Totino's being associated with this party lifestyle. Um, but I definitely think they're going to have a problem with Totino's being a murder weapon. <laughs> oh, you don't fucking know that, though, do you? I, uh, you're right. I don't. Would it help if I liquefied the Totino's pizza rolls first and then we injected them through the IV? I think no. We want to see the we want to see the crunchy outside the square, of the Totino's the pizza roll. Well, yeah. yeah what okay. do you think? The, what do you think the sauce is held in? It's, it's, it's like an so, IV bag, but it's just a big pizza roll. <laughs> yeah. What if? I like that. I like that as like the psychological imagery. Like what if the IV bag is just one big pizza roll? That kind of adds to the like, whoa, this is a weird movie kind of thing. Yeah. I like <laughs> whoa, that. I like that a lot. How quirky. Hmm. So we we believe Ned to be dead. His family gets to go on. They like are at like they're at home. Like the documentary crew is like following them. Like, you know, how do you feel since, you know, your family member has passed away and all of this stuff. But then what we do is we we jump to like clanking, clanking, clanking at the door. And it's pizza rolls being like pelted at the door. Like they open the door and there's just like, like there's red smudges of like the combination yeah. pizza roll at their door. Mm -hmm. It is then turned into boom, the ghost of Ned Bigsby is haunting the family via pizza rolls and like is haunting them through their house and like wherever they go, they, they, they smell the pizza rolls. They see the pizza rolls. He is just constantly like pelting them with pizza rolls until they all meet their untimely death via pizza rolls. That's beautiful. It, it, it fits in with our, our films where it makes zero. The, the ending doesn't make any sense. Well, it's right, all, right. it's all a big metaphor for depression. Okay. Kay. Um, Hey, really quick. Uh, Mr. Thompson, yeah. uh, what was the last a 24 movie that just came out? 
I uh, didn't catch uh, that one either. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch that one. This place uh, rules. My my main question. By the, yeah, my main, my main question was was that one good? I don't know. Flip a coin. That's that's what I was gonna say. If the last one was good, we can do this one because it's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It just depends on what the audience thinks. It's like how elitist are the people going to see our movies? Oh, that turns out good. I see, it is. I see, like, I see, I see. It can be a dog shit movie, but if it has a twenty four on it, people are gonna you know think it's art. Sally Fields is in it. She plays Ned Bigsby's mom. All right, I'm mom. in. I okay, mean, she yeah, can get it. Yeah, we can definitely All afford right. that with Totino's money. Tyler, do you think you can get that made with the backing of Totino's for twenty five million dollars? I would do it for 18 million dollars because we want it to look as shitty as possible 18 million done cool and i beat tay by one and you beat one tay by one million, million dollars. <laughs> yeah that's that's a pretty one big million pizza rolls <laughs> you both you both created movies i genuinely want to see though so i props to what you, you want to see tyler's movie <clears throat> yeah kind of no i i would skip that one 100 percent. it sounds like a Pilot She's like, garbage. I would totally see mine though. Mine's like awesome. Yeah, mine's so cool. <laughs> it's just hold on, hold on. What if we take the whale and we just make it Clay Aiken? Like it's Clay Aiken so excited by the crafty table because he's never seen shit like that before <laughs> that he becomes the whale. What are these little orange fish things? I love them. <laughs> they're so crunchy. Oh, they're smiling at me. <laughs> oh, they really smile back at you. Huh, that's a that's a clever line. I, could have, I could have a lot of these. And then a year into production and Clay Aiken is 650 pounds. <laughs> or or he like made all the goldfish remarks and then someone was like, these are off-brand whales from Walmart. <laughs> it's not even like name brand goldfish. And he's like, oh, I've been the whale <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> oh, and uh, at the end of the movie, if you wanted to, uh, to bring it in... Um, then uh, at the end of my movie, uh, once there's only one living family member left who is Sally Fields uh, and Ned is trying to kill her, uh, she's like, oh, my God, no, Ned, this isn't you. Please, someone help. And then there's like a <laughs> at the door and like you see this big combat boot. And then we pan up. There's like huge buff legs, like in a commando outfit, huge ripped chest. And then we pan up chiseled chin, fucking like the most handsome face you've ever seen. And then on top of that, the worst coconut wig you've ever seen in your <laughs> fucking life. And then I think I might be able to help with that. And then cut. Yes. That's how we tease the second one. 20 million now. I'm okay with that. No refusing. You know what? We should refuse to keep going on with this fucking podcast. So thank you so yeah. much for listening to our show. Go ahead and leave us a like, favorite, comment, and or review. Really helps us out. Gets us into curated lists, spreads us around. And if you want to join in on the discourse, you can join our Discord, which you can find in the description of wherever you are listening to this show. You can also go over to youtube.com slash shapeless media, which is the corresponding YouTube channel with this podcast. You can find every episode of the show and hundreds of other videos that you're going to just love. You're going to eat them up like a little piggy boy. Now, we've reached the point in the episode where we're going to throw out one final baseless claim and just leave you with it, okay? Just one one bad thought that we might have, and maybe you've had this too. And now that, that way, you know that you're not the only person with a bad, disgusting, broken brain. I don't think Clay Aiken deserved to win American Idol. Wait, Was Clay he on Aiken? American Idol? Well, he won American Idol? I really have no idea who, who Clay Aiken... I'm pretty sure Clay Aiken won American Idol. I just know that he's a country singer. That, like, that's all I know. Clay what? 
I thought he was an actor. No, Clay Aiken's the music star. Oh, he's a, yeah, he's an American singer and television personality and politician. What? Yeah, Clay Aiken won American Idol. Are you guys going to provide a baseless claim or am I going to have to do it every fucking time? I did say the baseless claim. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> God, I do what all the, the work. I did it. Oh, yeah. 